Hare Krishna, welcome to the sixth episode of AMAM, Ask Me Anything Mondays. And uh, yeah, we will answer your questions. And let's see how long this session will go. Hopefully, we can answer all your questions. If we cannot, we will answer the first three questions of every person. But the fourth question onwards, I can't promise, depending on the, based on the time constraints. All right. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Agyanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshuran Melitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale. Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadigaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Thank you very much for coming on and today is the sixth episode of the Ask Me Anything Mondays. The regular schedule is second and fourth Mondays of every month but Last Monday I couldn't do it because of the Janmashtami preparations and uh, so we moved it to today and the next session of AMAM will be I think next Monday, 4th Monday, yeah, 4th Monday. Alright, so let's take on the questions. Yes, before we start the questions, I want to answer a question which was asked in the previous session about Vishnu Sahasranama. And we have this verse from the Vishnu Sahasranama that we always quote regarding the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Ayapa from um, India. He asked this nice question. You see this? This is a verse um, predicting the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance uh, in Mahabharat in the Vishnu Sahasranam. Suvarna varno hemango varang varangas chandanangadi 
Sanyasakrichamashanto Nishtha Shanti Parayanaha. So in his early pastimes he appears as a householder with a golden complexion, his limbs are beautiful and his body smeared with the pulp of sandalwood seems like molten gold. In his later later pastimes he accepts the sannyas order and he is equipoised and peaceful. He is the highest abode of peace and devotion for he silences the impersonalist non-devotee. So this is the Vaishnava translation. So uh, Ayapa asked, Bhakta Ayapa asked that in the 79th verse of the Vishnu Sahasranama, there is this shlokam, one second, I will just bring up the Let me let me bring up this for you. Hmm. <laughs> the green screen doesn't work because of some. Okay, let's do that. Okay, I'll take you to this. You see this here? This is the 79th verse of the Vishnu Sahasranama. And if you can see, Suvarna Varno Hemango Varangas Chandanangadi. But the second line, or in our the, our way of uh, presenting is, actually here it's one line, but actually in our display, this is actually two lines. And this is the next two lines. So two padas of the verses of the verses here in the first line. So anyway, so the first two lines are Suvarna Varno Hemango Varangas Chandanangadi. But the second two lines you see Viraha Vishamaha Shunyo Grita Shiras Chalaschalaha. Shira Chalaschalaha. So how come? So how come this verse is different? So I did some simple research and I found that this first two lines are taken from the 79th verse whereas the second two lines are taken from the 62nd verse sanyasakrichamashanto nishthashanti parayanam so this is why they are not together because this is the reason so the first two lines are from the 79th verse and the second two lines are from the 62nd verse so all of them are actually different names as you can see 574th name 575th name in this way vishnu sahasranam means sahasra means 1000 so some of the names are here referring to chaitanya mahaprabhu and some of the names are in the 79th verse so both of them both of them are put together and quoted as evidence in our gaudiya vaishnavam literature <coughs> so that's the reason why not the exact shlokas, it's two separate shlokas. Alright, so that's the answer for that. Now let's get back to the actual questions of today. Let me see what the questions are.
Okay, the first question is from Bhaktin Sheetal Shah. Let me just put it on the screen. So the question is, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances. My humble obeisances too. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Is so-called unconditional love possible between human beings? Be it any type of relationship. Isn't it just mere give and take? And if not, then the love is gone. I was once discussing with a devotee as she wanted to prove her love for a person unconditional. And then she showed some verse from Bhagavatam, I don't remember which, where Krishna talks something around unconditional love. I suppose he was talking about how our love for him should be. Can you please pull out that verse if you happen to know or give other references regarding this? So, firstly, I think there is another person. There's another person. Bhakti Najanya, who actually replied to this question. Between human beings, she replied like this. Between human beings, it is not possible, Mataji, because real relationship with is with Krishna only. Krishna is perfect. All others are imperfect. Just like if sunlight is available, we won't use bulbs to get light. Mm, that, I don't understand the, the relation. Anyway, unconditional love will develop towards perfect person only. Krishna is the only perfect one. Between conditioned souls, the unconditional love won't develop. Such love is attachment. It will trap the soul more and more into birth and death cycle. If my words are wrong, can you correct Prabhu? So, so it's not wrong. So that's the thing. Unconditional love is only possible with Krishna. It's not possible among human. What is love first of all? Before we even before we even go to unconditional love, we should know what love is. We think we know, and in the material world, uh, what goes on in the name of love is not actually love; it's lust. And let's look at some evidences of what exactly love is. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila, Chapter 4, Verse 165. Atmendriya Preeti Tare Bali Kam, Krishnendriya Preeti Ichha Dhare Premanam. The desire to gratify one's own senses is karma, lust. But the desire to please the senses of Lord Krishna is prema, love. So this is, this is the definition of lust and love. So what goes on in the name of love in this material world is actually lust because the person is not absolutely genuinely interested in the satisfaction of the senses of the other person we try to satisfy a boy tries to satisfy a girl or a girl tries to satisfy a boy in this material world so that he will become happy or she will become happy like the person who is trying to um, you know make the advances, she or he wants to be happy in this material world. And that is not at all what love is. Love means, even at the cost of my own 
death or repeated death for that matter or even going to hell krishna must be satisfied actually the other person must be satisfied and the other person is only krishna <laughs> the other person cannot be anybody else because the perfect person now we want to have a perfect relationship right what is the ingredients of a perfect relationship first thing the relationship never breaks that's a perfect relationship then the relationship always is ever increasing it it does not like for example a boy and a girl and then they come together and then oh i love you i love you so much love 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 and then two and three two or three years later divorce and they fight like cats and dogs on the, in the court so that's not that's not love so it broke there is there is some satiation and even though they may not be a f- um, fight and you know like um an absolute divorce the intensity of that love reduces when the when they are when they are together in the sense that the same excitement when you see the other person is not there so that's not a perfect relationship whereas with krishna what happens is whatever relationship it is it's not, i mean we are just i'm just giving an example of conjugal relationship but there are five principal kinds of relationship shanta dasya sakya vatsalya vatsalya and madhurya so there is appreciation um passive appreciation and then there is um servitude fraternity um what is that what is it? paternal not paternal parental <laughs> parental and then conjugal so these five relationships are there so these relationships um exist here and in the spiritual world as well but here each of these relationships which with whichever person we may have will come to an end like um for example sportsmen like a famous sportsman will have so many fans they will appreciate him they may not serve him they may, they are not friends with him they may, they are not having parental affection or conjugal affection but appreciate appreciation so fan club but when that person retires they miss him i mean it's the same thing is not there because he's not delivering the same thing and also these relationships are contaminated with um a predominance of um self satisfaction like even the sportsman for example i like to see the sportsman play such and such game i like to see is is what i like that's what it all boils down to in this material world and that's the problem and that's where it all breaks because i am the center of it all and each one wants to be the center and as prabhupada explained when there are many you know in a, in a still water when you throw one stone then you know it create those it creates those ripples concentric circles those circles will never touch each other it'll just expand without limit now if you throw another stone that will create another set of concentric circles and this concentric circle like that you throw a thousand and a million and a billion and a trillion stones is just clash you know everywhere is all these concentric circles so called they're clashing everywhere and then there's total chaos 
that's what happens in this material world everyone is self-centered in the in his own from his own perspective and then if my self-centeredness somewhere or other clashes with yours there'll be a fight so the whole point is not to be self-centered but krishna centered if everybody is krishna centered then there is only one center what is a concentric circle what is it? what are concentric circles what is the meaning of concentric circles concentric means one center concentric so they have only one center the radius you know if you if you i don't know you know in the school we we do this uh, what is it called i forgot even the name of the instrument you know where you fix one point and then you draw this arc or a circle around it now you keep the center same this this thing you keep it same and this one you do like that you will get a small circle you do like that you get a bigger circle you do like that you get a bigger circle so but the center is the same so they will these circles will never touch each other at any point the concentric circles how many other circles you can um draw from with the same center they will never touch each other so that is the whole point krishna consciousness is the only solution for world peace if if the whole world has to live in peace <clears throat> they have to have god in the center this is not only relationship in the i mean individual relationship or community relationship or racial or national international at any level any relationship will only sustain if it is have it is having the same center the problem is all relationships are based on give and take as you asked in the question give and take is that means i want something and i'll give you something so you want something i want something when it's i and you it's two different centers so the devotee always wants to give he doesn't want to take anything only krishna satisfaction anukulena krishna anushilanam bhakti ruttama that will give perfect relationship it will never um clash that's one thing next thing is it will never stop if one accepts a son in this material world mother and son relationship is there but it won't last long it won't last forever and it's not 100% pure in the beginning yes the mother you know unconditionally serves the child when the child is an infant but as you know he grows along then all the contamination also comes like you know they, she expects something from the son you know all these things will come as he grows up more and more so that is there in this material world but in the spiritual world if we cultivate that same parental relationship with krishna that relationship will never be broken because this relationship in this body is based on the body the mother is mother because of this body <laughs> next body i'll have a different mother different father so the relationships change it cannot last because it's on the bodily platform it's on the transient platform it will not last but the soul is everlasting and the soul's relationships are also everlasting and the soul's relationships are with krishna and through krishna to everybody else that is actually pure relationship um, we cannot have a pure relationship in this material world but only with krishna and then how how come a devotee is ajata shatru he doesn't have any enemies 
he doesn't have any um, enmity with enmity or enviousness towards anyone nirmat saranam why how come how come with others he doesn't perfect relationship is only with krishna right then how come he's only he's also having perfect relationship with everybody else they may not have perfect relationship with him but he has perfect relation with them so others may consider him an enemy but he doesn't consider them an, as an enemy so this is ajata shatru nirmat saranam he's not envious so that is possible because he routes his relationship through krishna uh, he he does not have direct what are we i mean we don't have any direct relationship is just an illusion is just this bodily relationship mm, this bodies come together and then they go apart i think what is that um, 11:17:53 is that so shrimad bhagavatam 11th canto i think 17th chapter i think so 53 yeah, yeah. पुत्रदाराप्तबंधूनाम संगम पांथ संगम अनुदेहम वियंत्येते स्वप्नो निद्रानुगो यथा the association of children wife relatives and friends is just like the brief meeting of travelers with each change of body one is separated from all such associates just as one loses the objects one possesses in a dream when the dream is over so like that you know is everything is ending so it doesn't last even as long as it lasts it it is not ever fresh because the quality we are all limited whereas with krishna what happens is he has unlimited qualities and navanavarasadhamanyudyatam rantumasit navanavana navanavarasa You see this? Yamunacharya is saying how he is um, experiencing this uh, taste of Krishna consciousness, his relationship with Krishna. Yadavadhimamacheta Krishna padaravinde navanavarasadhamanyudyatam rantumasit tadavadhibatanari sangamesmariyamane भवति मुख विकारः सुष्ठु निष्ठीवनं च सिंस माय माइंड हैज बीन एंगेज्ड इन द सर्विस ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ लॉर्ड कृष्णा एंड आई हैव बीन एंजॉयिंग एन एवर न्यू ट्रांसेंडेंटल ह्यूमर व्हेनेवर आई थिंक ऑफ सेक्स लाइफ विद अ वुमन माय फेस एट वंस टर्न्स फ्रॉम इट एंड आई स्पिट एट द थॉट द थिंग दैट इज सो मच लाइक्ड इन दिस वर्ल्ड सेक्स लाइफ इज स्पैट अपॉन बाय अ डिवोटी who is um who has achieved a relationship with krishna because he is enjoying an ever new navanavarasa anandambudhi vardhanam pratipadam purnamrita swadanam this is an ocean of bliss and which is ever increasing it's not it's not a limited ocean like pacific or atlantic there yes there are also oceans vast bodies of water but limited but this ocean of love of godhead is ever increasing and so many nice nice words are there navyavad hmm? this also 
सतामयम सारभृतासर्गो यदर्थवाणी श्रुतिचेतसापी प्रतीक्षण न्यवदच्युत Paramahamsa's devotees who have accepted their sense of life are attached to Krishna in the core of their hearts, and He is the aim of their lives. It is their nature to talk only of Krishna at every moment, as if such topics were newer and newer. Navyavat. They are attached to such topics just as materialists are attached to topics of women and sex. And then, uh, what is that? Four. Let me try this. Four thirty thirty-four, maybe. No, not this. Oh yeah. Yes, navyavadhrida ye yagyo brahmai tad brahma vadi bhi namohyanti na shochanti na hrishyanti yatogata. Always engaged in the activities of devotional service, devotees feel ever increasingly fresh and new in all their activities. The all-knower, the super soul within the heart of the devotee, makes everything increasingly fresh. This is known as the Brahman position by the advocates of the absolute truth. In such a liberated stage, Brahmabhuta, one is never bewildered, nor does one lament or become unnecessarily jubilant. This is due to the Brahmabhuta situation. So this is this is the result of um, love of Krishna. Now you ask for a verse which is where Krishna says talks about love. He talks about love in so many verses. One of the best verses. Um, that he said about love is um let's look at this 1032 this this is a very sweet verse he said that how i am so incapable to repay this love he told this to the gopis na paraye ham niravadya samyujam स्वसाधुत्यम विबुधायुषापिव यामाजुर्जर्गेह श्रृंखला संवृश्च तु साधुना आई एम नॉट एबल टू रीपे मै डेट फॉर योर स्पॉटलेस सर्विस इवन विद इन अ लाइफ टाइम ऑफ ब्रह्म योर कनेक्शन विद मी इज बियॉन्ड रिप्रोच यू हैव वर्शिप मी खटिंग ऑफ ऑल डोमेस्टिक टाइज विच आर डिफिकल्ट ब्रेक therefore please let your own glorious deeds be your compensation a similar verse i mean he says um in the 9465 i think yedaragar putrapta pranan vittam imam param hitvamam sharanam yatah katham tam styaktum utsahe Since pure devotees give up their homes, wives, children, relatives, riches, and even their lives simply to serve me, without any desire for material improvement in this life or in the next, how can I give up such devotees at any time? So the Lord actually is so attached to such devotees that He cannot just give up them, give them up at any time. And that's He also said in the sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Um, 
Wait, let's go back to this one. You see? Next verse 9466. Maya Nirbadha Hridaya Sadha Satstriya Satpatim Yatha. As chaste women bring their gentle husbands under control by service, the pure devotees who are equal to everyone and completely attached to me in the core of the heart bring me under their full control. Oh, this is also a nice verse. Huh? Okay, this one. 9468 The pure devotee is always within the core of my heart and I am always in the heart of the pure devotees. My devotees do not know anything else but me and I do not know anyone else but them. Similarly, 629 and 630 as well in Bhagavad Gita Sarvabhutasthamatmanam sarvabhuta nichatmani ikshate yoga yuktatma sarvatra samadarshinaha. A true yogi observes me in all beings and also sees every living being in me. Indeed, a self realized person sees me, the same Supreme Lord, everywhere. Yomam pashyati sarvatra sarvamcha mai pashyati tasyahamna pranashyami sachamena pranashyati. For one who sees me everywhere and sees everything in me, I am never lost, nor is he ever lost to me. There are innumerable verses. I mean, he's called Bhaktavatsala. And the whole Bhagavatam is about Krishna and his devotees exchanging um, loving dealings between each other. The whole Bhagavatam is full of that. The whole Chaitanya Charitamrita is full of that. Um, yeah, so this is love. Where, and also I want to show, in fact, the last chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita has so much to talk about love. Antilila. You see. This is love. Nagani apan dukha sabevanchi tar sukha tar sukha amar tatparya more jadi diya dukha tar hoil mahasuk she dukh more sukha varya sukha varya the best of my happiness. I do not mind this is Radharani mood which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also embodied and he spoke Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spoke this in the mood of Radharani. I do not mind my personal distress. I only wish for the happiness of Krishna. For his happiness is the goal of my life. However, if he feels great happiness in giving me distress, that distress is the best of my happiness. Antilila 20.52 This 
is love. This is impossible. This is called unconditional love. This is impossible in the material world. At the cost of complete distress of one one's own life, if that distress gives happiness to the other person, <laughs> if actually somebody is really happy at somebody's distress, he's a sadist. But uh, Radharani doesn't bother, doesn't worry whether Krishna is a sadist or not. Even if he is, if that's what brings him happiness, to see me in distress, oh, then that distress is the, my best happiness because he's happy. This is unconditional love. There's no condition. Un- what is unconditional? There's no condition. Not that I will love you, Krishna, if you do this for me or if you, if you will be like this, then I will love you. No. Whatever you are, uh, whatever you are, whatever you do, Radharani and the gopis, they still love him. You see? Sometimes Krishna gives up the company of other gopis and becomes controlled mind and body by me. Thus, he manifests my good fortune and gives others distress by performing his loving affairs with me. Or since, after all, he is a very cunning, obstinate debauchee with a propensity to cheat, he takes to the company of other women. He then indulges in loving affairs with them in front of me to give distress to my mind. Nevertheless, he is still the lord of my life. <laughs> it is impossible in the material world. You do that in front... I mean, a man, if he does that in front of his wife, finish. I think he'll be murdered. <laughs> so, unconditional love. It's only possible with Krishna. Alright, let's go to the next question. Um... Okay, this is a short question, so I'll just, I'll not put it up on the screen. Mahendra Nayak, he's asking, Hare Krishna Pranam Prabhuji, why does Krishna wear peacock feather on his head? Please tell with Shastrik injunctions. Now, there are Shastrik injunctions, not injunction, there is Shastrik references where it is said that he wears a peacock feather. But why does he wear a peacock feather? (laughs) He does not have to have a reason, right? He does not need to explain himself to us. His own wish. He likes the colors. I mean, he himself created the peacock feather with those beautiful colors, and he put it on his head. The peacock. Where does the where does the peacock get its feathers from? From Krishna only, right? So, why does he have peacock feather? Why not? <laughs> Krishna's will. I mean, the thing is this: when when we do something, there is a cause. But when Krishna does something, it's causeless. That's the reason why causeless mercy, causeless knowledge. There is no reason. There is no beginning. Why means there had to be a reason and then he put the peacock feather. There is no such, such a start date and time where Krishna thought, hmm, let me actually put a peacock feather and see how it looks. No. He just... It has always been there. That's his eternal form. Barha pidam natavaravapu karnayo karnikaram bibhradvasa kanaka kapisham vaijayantim chamalam randhranveno radharasudhaya purayangopa vrindai vrindaranyam svapadaramanam pravishad gita kirtihim Barha Apidam 
Natavaravapu wearing a peacock feather ornament upon his upon his head blue karnikara flowers on his ears a yellow garment as brilliant as gold and the vaijayanti garland lord krishna exhibited his transcendental form as the greatest of dancers as he entered the forest of vrindavan beautifying it with the marks of his footprints he filled the holes of his flute with the nectar of his lips and the cowherd boys sang his glories now if you ask why he has blue karnikara flowers on his ears why is a mystery no it's just his own will his sweet, sweet will so why peacock feather well that's his own will again why yellow garments that's his will why vaijayanti garland again his will so we should understand that krishna is not coaxed <laughs> so to speak he's not coaxed into putting a um peacock feather in his on his head or something like that. no we are coaxed why do we work because we are coaxed otherwise we will die material nature is coaxing us to do everything we are forced like this is our this is the reason why we do things see bhagavad gita chapter 3 text 5 nahi kaschit kshanam api jatu tishthatya karma krit karyate hyavashah karma sarvah prakriti jairgunai everyone is forced to act helplessly according to the qualities he has acquired from the modes of material nature therefore no one can refrain from doing something not even for a moment we are forced to act helplessly krishna is not forced to act helplessly hmm. in fact everybody is forced to act according to his direction right yachchaktiresha savita sakalagrahanam raja samasta suramurti rasesha tejah यस्याज्ञयाभ्रमति संभृतकालचक्रो गोविंदमादिपुरुषम तमहं भजामि बट आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू टेक दैट वर्स आउट आई एम गोइंग टू टेक दिस वन दिस वन 32542 सो द वर्स व्हिच आई जस्ट कोटेड इज अबाउट द सन फ्रॉम द ब्रह्म संहिता द सन इज मूविंग इन इट्स ऑर्बिट बिकॉज़ ऑफ द ऑर्डर ऑफ कृष्णा Now, if you ask why the sun is moving in the orbit at sixteen thousand kilometers a second, ah, order of Krishna, there is a reason. But Krishna Himself is the reason of all reasons. Sarva karana karanam. There is no reason why He does certain things. His own will. Who, who are we to ask even? Madhyadvati vato yam suryastapati madhyad varshatindro dhatyagnir mrityuscharati madhyad. It is because of my supremacy that the wind blows out of fear of me. The sun shines out of fear of me and the lord of the clouds Indra sends forth showers out of fear of me. Fire burns out of fear of me and death goes about taking its toll out of fear of me. Now if you ask why death why everybody must but everybody must die well this is the answer death goes about taking its toll out of fear of Krishna. But Krishna does not fear anyone. But he does fear Yashoda Maya. So that's what Kunti Devi said. You know, I'm bewildered. No, I don't know. I thought I knew all philosophy, but then you cried in front of Mother Yashoda and then threw my philosophy to the river. Gopyaadade tvaye kritaga sidamatavad yate dasha shrukalilan jana sambramaksham. वक्त्रम निनीय भय भावनया स्थितस्य 
सामां विमोहयति भीरपि यद्विभेति कुंतीदेव इज सेइंग जस्ट व्हेन आई न्यू जस्ट व्हेन आई थॉट आई न्यू द फिलॉसफी ऑफ कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस देन यू जस्ट थ्रू द होल थिंग अपसाइड डाउन सेड माय डियर कृष्णा यशोदा टुक अप अ रोप टू बाइंड यू व्हेन यू कमिटेड एन ऑफेंस एंड योर परटर्ब्ड आईज ओवरफ्लोड विद टीयर्स व्हिच वॉश्ड द मस्कारा फ्रॉम योर आईज एंड यू वर अफ्रेड दो फियर पर्सोनिफाइड इज अफ्रेड ऑफ यू दिस साइड इज बिल्डिंग फॉर टू मी फियर पर्सोनिफाइड इज नॉट जस्ट अफ्रेड ऑफ कृष्णा fear personified is afraid of the name of krishna the name of krishna itself is feared aapannasam srutim ghoram yannam vivashogrinan tatah sadyo vimuchyeta yadbibheti svayam bhayam living beings who are entangled in the complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of krishna which is feared by fear personified here comes sometimes why krishna does some certain things He, yes he can do anything and everything he is swarat he is independent but sometimes he does have reasons why he does and those reasons are always connected with devotees like narsimhadev why did narsimhadev come oh to protect prahlad maharaj to encourage prahlad maharaj not really to kill hiranyakashipu because hiranyakashipu could have been killed anyway it doesn't take much for the lord to kill anybody but especially to encourage prahlad maharaj so there is a reason why he came So when when there is actually a reason why Krishna does something, that reason will be his devotees. <laughs> Otherwise, there is no. You see his names, Yashoda Nandan, because he is the son of Yashoda. Why his name is Yashoda? Or oh, because he is son of Yashoda? Why is son of Yashoda? Or because Yashoda wanted to serve him. Then he answered that mood of Yashoda. So he wanted to be the perfect son of Yashoda. Because she wanted to be the mother of a perfect person. so he being a perfect person is the perfect son of mother yashoda so and so many i mean innumerable i mean vishnu sahasra naam for example thousand names and he has millions in you know naam naam akari bahudhani jasarva shaktis you know millions and trillions of names he has and actually yes the lord does not have any name but he has names in relation with his devotees partha sarathi because he is the driver of arjuna why he is driver of arjuna why he became driver because he loves his devotee bhaktavatsala so his names his qualities his reasons for his activities come from his love for the devotees otherwise he is independent swarat he is swarat but because of love of devotees he becomes completely aswatantra aswatantra ivadvija again this is um connected to the previous question about love about how how much krishna values pure love for him is exhibited in this verse the love for krishna is so powerful that it is a price with which krishna can be purchased shri bhagavan vacha aham bhakta paradhino hi asvatantra ivadvija sadhu birgrasta hridayo bhaktair bhakta janapriya the supreme personality of god has said to the brahmana i am completely under the control of my devotees indeed i am not at all independent because my devotees are completely devoid of material desires i sit only within the cause of their hearts what to speak of my devotee even those who are devotees of my devotee are very dear to me whereas in the very first verse of the bhagavatam you see swarat and what is the meaning fully independent 
and then in the just now that 9463 i am completely not at all independent what is this independent or not independent what is this achinta bheda bheda tattva so he is independent when it comes to himself but when love comes devotion of the devotee comes he is defeated therefore devotional service is called krishna karshini krishna akarshini there are six aspects of devotional service and six um, qualities of devotional service rather and one of them is krishna karshini it attracts even krishna so that's why uh, he becomes completely he is independent you know he is a big overlord he becomes completely under the control of that's why kunti devi was bewildered by such scene anyway let's go to the next question <laughs> we are digressing way too much um adi shakti next question okay let's put it on the screen so adi shakti is asking hari krishna prabhu ji please accept my humble obeisances my obeisances to my questions are one typically as devotees we are mainly supposed to be in association with other devotees only because i am a teenager and still attend academic school should i make friends with other children who are not devotees and how to go about it and be steady in faith at a young age good you are first of all i should congratulate you because at the in the difficult period of teenage you are actually taken to krishna consciousness and that is commendable because if you can be solid at this time you can be solid your whole life basically so now association you have to understand the association is blurred you know is blurry if if you, association what is actually association there are two things in association one is called taking association and the other is called giving association so now you are going to school and of course there will be non devotees there ideally you just go, we have a gurukul where only krishna consciousness is taught and nothing else and in that way you know everybody is a devotee and but yeah it doesn't happen all the time it is very very rare and um, so how to conduct ourselves like when you go to the market you talk to the vendor but then you don't intimately associate you just hello hi and you know yeah i want this i want that or you know and then a little bit how how is how's your family and this and that you know it's like cordial but not intimate so we have to we have to treat people in this world as vendors in the marketplace so we have to be cordial with them and but at the same time not take their association that means their habits their disposition their activities their thoughts should not rub against us and we intake some of that mentality of theirs when we intake some of their mentality that means we are infected with the germs of their thoughts and we should not allow ourselves to do that in order to do that we have to be having a strong immunity system so we have to build that immunity system so we have to be convinced of krishna consciousness we have to be f- firmly convinced about krishna consciousness and that will save us from 
falling prey to this uh, materialistic ideas that they will talk about or they will show you know or they behave you know like for example you're you wanting to be a devotee and then i mean of course i think i presume you're a girl but especially for boys for example suppose he wants to be a devotee and then he goes out and then he sees all these girls very skimpily dressed nowadays well you know that's the way it is going so they're skimpily dressed and then that rubs against us and it the maya just you know slowly and slowly but surely you know you know when you in a, in a in a boxing match for example when you when you take a punch you may not immediately get knocked out but it wears and tears your body and then it becomes weaker and weaker and weaker you're still on your feet yes but not the same so eventually we will fall so we have to be strong we have to be strong so for that we have to have firm krishna consciousness we have to chant our rounds nicely attentively we have to read prabhupada's books we have to associate with devotees and always stay strong in association then we will not be affected that's one thing so this is about how to prevent ourselves from association with worldly people or with the ideas that they project now the next thing is if you are even strong enough even more even stronger then we can actually influence them our thoughts will rub against them and then they will give up their ideologies and accept krishna consciousness that is preaching so that is called giving association um, so we should always as far as possible because chaitanya mahaprabhu's instruction is that um yare dekha tare kaha krishna upadesh amar agya guru haya tare desh so yare dekha tare kaha krishna upadesh so we have to give our association to them <clears throat> we have to first have something at least we should be able to speak about krishna we should be able to at least you know give them a book you know in that way we have to we have to influence them it's not about uh, some conversion or something like is out of genuine care out of genuine affection for that person not on the bodily platform but for the soul so we have to have that concern always and a real devotee is called paradukha dukhi what is that verse vairagya yug bhaktir rasam prayatnam apayayan mam anabhip sumandham kripam budhir yastamaham kripam budhis yah paradukha dukhi sanatanastam prabhuraashrayami so sanatan goswami is offered this prayer by raghunath das goswami and raghunath das goswami said you are um, what is that paradukha uh, dukhi that means you your unhappiness is to see others unhappy otherwise you are per- perfectly satisfied but then when you see others unhappy or oh, that causes you great unhappiness so a devotee always understands that everyone in this world is unhappy and he genuinely feels for them and feels in the sense oh your mother died oh so sorry no he knows that everybody is going to die the thing is he is also going to die i mean this person who is crying for his mother he is also going to die but then after death what was going to happen what is the next life of course the soul never dies i'm talking about the death of the body 
the soul moves on and he's going to suffer again and again and again so he wants to save the soul from that repeated suffering of birth and death. so he always thinks about how to introduce people to krishna consciousness so one of the best ways of um, avoiding unnecessary association and having a good chance to preach is to always um, be ourselves that means we are devotees so we have to behave like devotees we don't have to really uh, oh now i am in the school so i must behave like a ordinary person to gel well with my friends otherwise nobody will talk to me then we already without even them talking to us we have already given in to maya we have already you know like one hand down you know just inviting the punch from maya we have to be on guard so we of course maybe because of the dress code regulations of the school you may not be able to wear a sari to school if you can wear one you know why not <laughs> if you can wear a dhoti and go to school <laughs> go but i think many maybe maybe sari is still possible for girls i don't know but dhoti maybe is not possible for men for boys so wear the way a devotee will wear and if possible put on a tilak and eat only krishna prasadam and be reserved and you know we be well behaved and chant hari krishna take prasadam and then people will be curious some people may bully you know some people may pass comments that that kind of people will always be there we're not living for them our life is what living for krishna so we live for krishna and some people will be hey why are you why are you different i mean what is this what is your dress what does it mean i mean how come this this so nice and they will ask hey what is this what, what does this mean or you know um, why are you not eating with us why don't you come and eat with us then instead of saying uh, uh, <laughs> no actually uh, I, i don't know what to <laughs> instead of saying that just tell them that you know um the reason is i mean i really love to eat with you um but uh, you know what i have to eat only krishna prasadam and i cannot um condone eating meat because it's killing i want to be friends with you and i want to be friends with the animal as well i mean because everybody is a child of god so we all are one family so we have to understand that how can i kill one and, and uh, make friends with another i want to be friends with everyone so if you put that thing in your in the head oh wow so they must feel guilty you should not feel guilty like sometimes devotees when they're not strong when they're asked out um, hey come come have a um, have a gathering you know, we have a gathering get together you know some snacks you know something like that you know sometimes when devotees are not strong there's no they don't know how to say no they feel guilty oh you know what i'm 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 being anti social and you know what people will think of me i think they will have bad impression about hari krishna because i'm anti social they will think hari krishnas are anti social maybe i should socialize a bit so that they will have a good impression about hari krishnas no i mean they will never have good impression about hari krishnas that way they will never understand even what is hari krishna because we never stood out you know if we only we stand out then they will hey what is this why is this different then we catch their attention we have to catch their attention in order to 
um, in order for them to it's not to impress them but to impress upon them what is actually the truth what is the way of life because you every action of yours has a reason whereas they whimsical i mean oh let's be friends oh let's hang out together let's eat together let's do this together but you have a pre- predefined purpose for everything so you will judge your actions or should i do this or should i not do this based on that value system that you have in krishna consciousness so you have to have that solid rock solid and when that is etched in stone then you can uh, um, the whole thing the whole point is here you're not going to make a decision in the moment never make decision in the moment because it's always going to be whimsical unless one is very very experienced in you know um, krishna's I mean, krishna consciousness especially for the sadhaka i mean the one who is doing sadhana we should never make decisions in the moment we have to have template decisions you know what's a template decision for example no meat eating that means you have already decided no meat eating. it's a template decision if 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 your boss calls you hey let's have um, a, a, a lunch at mcdonalds your answer is going to be no you're not going to think hey what if the boss thinks you know bad of, or what if he fires me or what, what you know what, what if this so you're kind of making a decision in the moment at that time weighing in what is what is you know higher what what is worth um holding on to so you know you in that state our mind is is not stable you see so we 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 make wrong decisions and then we end up committing sinful activities so have these temp- that's why we have prohibitions no meat eating no illicit sex no gambling no intoxication no matter what comes these are my template decisions whatever comes like this is my decision no the only thing is now how to present that no to that person suppose your boss or your friends call you hey come have lunch with us no i'm not going to have it with you you meat eaters you bunch of meat eaters <laughs> that, that's not the way we tell them although we know that they're meat eaters but we have to the only diplomacy here is how to convey this to that person but in your heart you are you should be strong and then you should say you can say something like oh thank you for inviting but you know my value system doesn't allow me to you know i'm i'm a hari krishna devotee i can't i can't condone meat eating i'm so sorry you know um because if what happens if somebody puts a knife at your throat so you are doing that to the animal so love means love everyone right so doesn't uh, that doesn't feel right it is not right so either that or some cases you cannot tell everything like this like honestly everything just excuse yourself from you know that you know um, maybe you can just say like this sometimes in official with friends it's more open so you can actually push them a little more you can be a little more you know um, pushy with them but with maybe sometimes boss or you know in workplace environment you can just say sorry my my religion doesn't allow me for example will you ever expect to have a muslim business partner an orthodox muslim business partner and invite him for a pork lunch you will never do that you will never do that 
I saw a video clip of um, <laughs> Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, and uh, he had this press conference, and he was sitting in the center, and in the desk there were many other ministers of his cabinet, and they were, you know, projecting the, um, I think maybe trade plans or something like that. It was just, it was part of a big conference, but it was just like a one one and a half minute clip from that. So one one of his ministers was saying, you know, we have to increase our our pork industry, and we have to export to countries like, um, you know, um, what is that? Um, what did you say? Serbia. Or, I'm just making it up, but um, Serbia and um, um, what is that? Singapore. I'm just making it up. Singapore, Indonesia, and Myanmar. And he was telling like this. Then Vladimir Putin started laughing. <laughs> he was he was he just broke into laughter. Then the whole thing stopped, you know. Then Vladimir Putin said, "You can't sell Indonesia. I mean, you you can't sell pork to Indonesia." <laughs> he said that. Then he then he kept on laughing. What kind of minister I have? <laughs> he is putting a big project plan, you know, and then he is having plans to sell pork to Indonesia. Who will buy in Indonesia? You see, country's decision, country's financial export decisions. The president of a country is laughing when his minister said. He's going to sell pork to Indonesia. It was a mistake. Then when he laughed, then the, that minister also laughed back. Oh, sorry, uh, that was a mistake. He, he was just like maybe wanting to like you know put a big projection and make make himself sound good, but then he made himself sound like a fool because why it was why he was foolish because the Muslims stand for their principle so much so that even the president of a country to make his trade decisions he cannot he he. He has his own. He draws. The, I mean, he he doesn't cross the line. He cannot cross the line because they have defined the line. So unless you define the line of your what is acceptable to you and what is not, and not just acceptable to you because of your whimsical reasoning, but actually present the reasoning also. If asked, you should be solid in that reasoning as well and be able to convey to the other person. Even if you cannot in the beginning, it, it's not possible, but you should try. And practice makes perfect. So, you know, the more and more times you say that, the more and more times people will ask you, "Hey, why are you not eating with us?" or something like that. And then you can explain. You know, you know what? I, it's not that I don't want to eat with you, but this is the reason. So you can explain. You can be polite and nice. At the same time, reject it and educate them. So in this way, when you define the boundary, then they also know what is the boundary. Like Muslims, for them, pork is no go. So Russian president is laughing. Hey, how? What is this? Why? Because they have defined. So if we do not define, if they ask us, why you not eating with us? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, okay, okay, let's go. Finish. You know, and why India and China are fighting now? The border was not defined. India says this, and then China says this, and then they say line of actual control, and nobody actually defined the border, so it's a grey area. So China just came in. But if it was defined, China would know. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, I will stay in my land. But you did not say it was your land. If you do not say it's yours, then it's my, like in Singapore, there is a rule. <laughs> like when you drive in Singapore, I was um, when I was ten years back when I was getting my learning. I mean, when I was learning driving. So there is a 
U-turn board. So there you can actually make a U-turn. So at one point, the instructor, I mean the trainer, the trainer, he asked me to U-turn. Then I said, you know what? Here there's no U-turn board. Uh, U-turn board. And he said, if they did not say, don't U-turn, that means it is understood that you can U-turn. It's not U-turn is not prohibited unless they say no U-turn. If there is a U-turn board, yeah, okay, there's a U-turn. But if there is no board, then they did not even they, they did not say there is no U-turn. They did not say there is U-turn. They did not say there is no U-turn. So because they did not say there is no U-turn, so you're not wrong when you U-turn. So gray area, take advantage. So when there is a gray area, people will take advantage and they will push the boundaries so that they can expand their interest. So they will do that as just like, you know, countries are doing like recently China. So <clears throat> these kind of things. So we have to define the boundary. Okay. So that is how we would deal with these people. Um, of course, there are some verses and we have actually, this, qu this question was asked before. So we actually quoted some verses, but I'll just, for uh, reference sake, I will just go through some of those verses. Five, five. I hope that is clear though, the answer. Uh, we'll look at this translation of um, five, five, three. Those who are interested in reviving Krishna consciousness and increasing their love of Godhead do not like to do anything that is not related to Krishna. They are not interested in mingling with people who are busy maintaining their bodies, eating, sleeping, mating and defending. They are not attached to their homes although they may be householders. Nor are they attached to wives, children, friends or wealth. At the same time, they are not indifferent to the, to the execution of their duties. Such people are interested in collecting only enough money to keep the body and soul together. Next. 7. What is that? 7. 15. 14. 14. 714 yeah. An intelligent man in human society should make his program, his own program of activities very simple. If there are suggestions from his friends, children, parents, brothers or anyone else, he should externally agree saying, yes, that is all right. But internally, he should be determined not to create a cumbersome life in which the purpose of life will not be fulfilled. So the best way, instead of doing all this diplomacy, is to always associate with devotees and keep that association. Until you have that association, yeah, you have to conduct yourself in this way. You have to be determined. You can't blame the circumstances for, oh, I could not do this because of this, because of this. No, it's because I was not strong in my determination. So I have to be strong. And to be strong, we have to be thoroughly convinced of why I'm doing this. So, nobody should be able to shake you from that determination. If they try, either they will be shaken or they will go away, but you will be not shaken. That's how it should be. So, that's what preaching is all about. 
that's why we must become we must become preachers if we remain in the third class platform and just not preach then we are not drawing the lines and we are not most importantly it's not just to drawing lines to protect ourselves but to protect them as well they are going to hell a devotee is actually thinking about them are i should they should not go to hell at least let them get some knowledge if they prove to be you know faithless people you know atheistic eh, you don't don't talk nonsense to me and all that okay fine you know then you don't ask me to come with and eat with you you know you know easy you know at least you can write him off or he writes you off so at least something is clear you see so he will not disturb you you will, you you don't need to disturb him but if there is some chance that he can be saved he or she yeah why not you know preach like that all right next oh adi shakti again next question second question by adi shakti if i answer questions at this rate my god we're going to have um, 11 hour session i'll try to make it fast all right i'll try to please as many of you as possible <laughs> Adi Shakti uh second question at a young age i was influenced by mayavadi philosophy and my parents still follow now that coming to krishna consciousness i have a question and i'm truly curious why do vaishnav traditions tell us to consider ourselves as such low shameful beings i notice this is a very different quality that than other sects of hinduism as what i learned earlier was totally opposite i feel like lord krishna wouldn't want us to look down on ourselves because spirituality is something to empower us not make us lower so why are we supposed to look at ourselves in that way good question <laughs> okay let's talk about facts when i am um in this material world i am i mean we are all in this material world for humility is one thing we'll we'll go into humility before humility even starts let's talk about actual facts okay because a pure devotee always thinks he is the lowest of mankind and he is the lowest even not even he does not even he is lower than even the worm in the stool that's what he thinks mankind is too high he thinks that's out of humility we'll go into that but before even humility let's talk about our actual facts we have um taken everything from krishna from time immemorial and for trillions and trillions and trillions of years we have always neglected him now if i take something from you and i don't even say thank you i ask you uh, can you give me your um, can you lend me your pen for a while then you you give me your pen and i just write and i just take it and put it in my pocket and then go and then use it as a my pen and then next i come come back to you and say hey can i can i borrow your uh, your uh, handphone okay sure okay then you take the handphone and then call and then play games on that and then you know put it in the pocket and then go and i mean not even a thank you and come on you're stealing so we have done that for trillions of years isn't that shameful i mean we have breathe, our the air we are breathing is given by him and still we have not even have any we do not even have any gratitude we do not even say thank you to god so 
isn't that shameful so actually our existence is really really shameful why do we think that we are so good the second thing is unless a person understands he has a problem unless unless he un, he he identifies the problem he cannot solve it if i think if i have if if i steal everybody's things and i i, I just think i'm a good guy something is fundamentally wrong with me so um this is actually in the bhagavad gita but there's another verse in the bhagavatam i'll look for that then um what is that verse Well, no, stena, stena. Anyway, let's look at this three twelve. Not the exact one, but you know, this also. In charge of the various necessities of life, the demigods, being satisfied by the oh, sorry. Three twelve of Bhagavad Gita. In charge of the various necessities of life, the demigods, being satisfied by the performance of yajna, will supply all necessities to you. But he who enjoys such gifts without offering them to the demigods in return is certainly a thief. Of course, the demigods are agents of Krishna. So ultimately, ultimately, to without returning it to Krishna in devotional service, if you are enjoying anything, we are thief. Stena, stena means thief. So. we can't we we a thief is he not shameful is a, is the life of a thief not shameful so we have to identify the problem we have we have to own up we can only change ourselves if we own up our mistakes if we don't own up to our mistakes then how to change we don't even identify the problem we don't even see the problem that's why it is said a madman can only be cured if he at least understands that he has this disease of madness then he can be cured he can't be cured if he doesn't understand he's mad he if he thinks he's all right nobody can do anything to him he can't be saved he has to first understand that he has a problem so to to solve a problem we need to identify the problem so first of all the acharyas they teach us that actually our position is shameful we have to own up to that and then what even in the christian religion for example there is confession confession means what my life was shameful i'm sorry i mean i want to change so but of course people just go back and do the same thing that's meaningless but that was the original intention to to repent because when we repent then the lord becomes pleased with us atapya man hrudaye vashitam namami he said the lord is perceived in the repentant heart so we have to repent how will repentance come if i don't understand that i did something shameful where is the repentance let's take out this verse 331 we haven't gone to the humility yet humility is the next thing but now it's not about even humility is about honesty like let's be honest for a while are we not shameful creatures being thieves आदप्यमान हृदय वसीतम नमामि 
यस्वद्रबद्ध इव कर्म भिरावृतात्मा भूतेन्द्रियाश भूतेन्द्रियाशमयी सॉरी भूतेन्द्रियाशयमयीमलंब्यमायां आस्ते विशुद्धमिकारखंडबोधम आतप्यमान हृदय वसी नमा I, the pure soul, appearing now bound by my activities, am lying in the womb of my mother by the arrangement of Maya. I offer my respectful obeisances unto Him who is also here with me, but who is unaffected and changeless. He is unlimited, but He is perceived in the repentant heart. He is unlimited, but He is perceived in the repentant heart. To Him I offer my respectful obeisances. Atapya mana hridaye. then lord becomes pleased oh you have owned up for your mistakes good okay fine i will i will but you surrender to me that's why krishna says aham tvam sarva papibhyo mokshayishyami says you surrender unto me i will rid you of all sinful reactions do not fear you see abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me i shall deliver you from all sinful reactions do not fear bhagavad gita 1866 so that's the first thing to accept our position so why is not there in the other sects of hinduism first of all do they even understand what what are they doing these hindus hindus don't even understand what they're doing honestly many hindu i mean where is the base in scripture many of them don't even have shastra uh, knowledge they're full of pride so how will they have this humility how will they accept you know the mistake so that's one thing conceit that's called conceit too much pride too much pride in ourselves so that's and the next thing about um, this thing is empowerment you said about empowerment the whole thing is to empower us not to make us feel low actually you will feel you will only be empowered if empowered means what you know that word itself empowerment comes i mean means that you are empowered by someone somebody is investing that power in you who is that somebody krishna he is the one paurusham nirshu i am the ability in man so that ability that is called empower that is called power so the empowerment means we have to be empowered by krishna and especially in the devotional way krishna will empower only the humble why does the bible even say the meek and humble inherit the kingdom of god and even in our scriptures the same thing but even in more detail it's given 10 14 gyane prayasamudapasya namanta eva jivanti sanmukharitam bhavadiya vartam स्थाने स्थितास्त्रीलोक्यांगरेबलोरीबाई uh all respects offer all respects that means first of all be humble we cannot offer really respect to others you know that's why it is namaste 
why it is called namaste in in um, bodily consciousness is all about aham mamata aham mama i and mine nama means not me te you namah means not me namama so this is namaha so namah means respect that means not me you i am a nobody you are the one who should be receiving the respect so what that's why we we have the name das or for girls it's devi dasi dasi means servant maid servant and that's what and in fact das is too good das 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 anu das hmm um we have chaitanya mahaprabhu quote this quoted this all the time this is our philosophy our philosophy is not to become the big overlord that's the whole problem why are we in the material world first of all because we want to be the big time fellow why krishna is big time i want to be the big time i want to be the i want to be god i want to be empowered so called and who is going to empower me am i going to empower myself no i can't i am empowered by god only so he will not empower somebody you know who is who is a rascal we are too proud that is the reason why we are here in this material world now we have to understand no 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 i have to completely give up this nirmama nirahankara but it is not actually a state of depression <laughs> it's completely different from being depressed in fact in such a state in such a humble state one can be completely peaceful चैतन्य महाप्रभु से त्रिनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुनीचेनाथपिशुन
our teaching krishna consciousness is more than moral morality fades in comparison when we are in krishna consciousness our thing is give respect but don't expect any respect in return be prepared to be spat upon be prepared to be urinated upon these are verses anyway let's read let's, let's read this verse okay since we are going in the other direction i will i will i think we have shown this verse but you know we'll go to uh, 11 canto 22nd chapter 59th verse क्षिप्तो वमानितो सद्भिः प्रलब्धो सूयतो थवा ताडितः सन्निरुद्धो वा वृत्या वा परिहापितः निष्ठ्युतो मूर्तृतो वाग्ञैर् बहुधैवं प्रकम्पितः श्रेयस्कामः कृच्छ्रगत आत्मा आत्मनात्मानमुद्धरेत इवन दो नेग्लेक्टेड इंसल्टेड रिडिक्युल्ड और एनवीड बाय बैड मैन और इवन दो रिपीटेडली एजिटेटेड बाय बीइंग बीटन टाइड अप और डिप्राइव्ड ऑफ वन्स ऑक्युपेशन स्पैट अपॉन और पोल्यूटेड विद urine by by ignorant people one sh- one who desires the highest goal in life should in spite of all these difficulties use his intelligence to keep himself safe on the spiritual platform safe in the spiritual platform is only one way kirtaniya sadahari only only with humility we can navigate all these situations you know you can't navigate the situations by being proud of yourself you can't you will be beaten to beaten to the ground maya is so expert my will not allow us to be proud like that and pride goes before fall big pride big fall small fall a small pride small fall but fall nevertheless but if we don't want to fall then we have to be humble so humble actually to feel that humility that that comes at a later stage but at least we should accept on principle that we have to be humble and the more we advance the more uh, we become humble and a pure devotee is so humble that purishar kit hoy moise lagest i am worse than the worm in the stool he is not saying he actually feels like that so this level of tolerance this level of tolerance is only possible if we are humble we cannot otherwise do this we will be agitated the moment we get agitated upon someone then immediately we lost the see our mind can only focus on one thing we can't do two things at a time we are not krishna krishna can do millions of things at a time we can only focus on one thing with full concentration so when my mind is agitated i am not chanting i have given up chanting and that is the greatest loss sahanistan mahachhidram samoha sachavibhrama यन्मुहूर्तम क्षण वापि वासुदेव न चिंत विष्णुपुराण इफ इवन फॉर अ मोमेंट रिमेम्बरेंस ऑफ वासुदेव द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड इज मिस्ड दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट लॉस दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट सोल्यूशन दैट इज द ग्रेटेस्ट एनॉमली वी मे विन अ बैटल against such and such person but we will lost the war against maya we lost the battle of with maya you see we 
we can't allow us to ourselves to be distracted by both success and failure by praise and um, insult we can't let ourselves be distracted by these things both will distract us insult will distract us praise also will distract us so both we can't allow them to be distractors of our single pointed uh, focus in krishna consciousness so that's one thing so the humility it is the principle what is that is a symptom of a pure devotee that he always is very humble i don't know if i can take this verse out um i don't know sadhu lakshanam well exactly anyway this was like that the symptom of pure love of krishna manasunyata ya chantira vyartha kalatvam let's take that out chantira vyartha kalatvam viraktir manasunyata manasunyata आशाबंधकसमुत्कंठानामगाने सदारुचि आसक्तिस्तुणाख्याने प्रीतिस्तवसतिस्थले इत्यादयोनुभावास्तुर्जातुभावांकुरे जने वन द सीर ऑफ एक्स्टैटिक इमोशन फॉर कृष्ण फ्रक्टिफाइज द फॉलोइंग नाइन सिम्टम्स बिहेव मैनिफेस्ट इन वन्स बिहेवियर फॉर गिवनेस कंसर्न द टाइम शुड नॉट बी वेस्टेड डिटैचमेंट एब्सेंस ऑफ फॉल्स प्रेस्टीज होप ईगनेस a taste for chanting the holy name of the lord attachment to descriptions of the transcendental qualities of the lord and affection for those places where the lord resides that is a temple or a holy place like vrindavan these are all anubhava subordinate signs of ecstatic emotions they are visible in a person in whose heart the seed of love of god has begun to fructify absence of false prestige hmm. these are all false prestige to think ourselves good and okay even if we have something good something good about us where did it come from are did we decide that i'm going to have a body like this with this kind of looks with this father with this mother and with this level of intelligence with this level of artistic ability with this level of um, what not did we decide no did we create no who gave us krishna rented premises we are on rented premises and we are thinking is our is our property and we should be proud of such property did we earn it we kind of with our activities but it's it's a bad bargain already but krishna even to satisfy our bad bargains or you know our even our atheistic propensities that we are trying to um nurture in this material world krishna has to give us the facility to even nurture those atheistic propensities look at the irony of it god has to give us the facility to nurture our atheistic propensities we don't even have the faculty to <laughs> be a proper atheist without being dependent on god we have to depend on god to be an atheist what kind of stupidity is this so so everything that we have is only because of him why should we take the credit for anything 
even if we did something good if not for krishna's sanction how would that have happened if something happens bad or a reversal happens yeah krishna is teaching me the way okay i'm he's punishing me because i have must have committed some sin and he's teaching me a lesson so yeah let me take it as a lesson and go forward in this way we to always praise krishna and always krishna should be the center when our self our own prestige is in the center that's when everything falls apart mm. all right so that's about humility there's so much more to be spoken about but you know we have to move on 